The Road to Hayward is presented by the National Scholastic Athletics Foundation. NSAF has put on world-class events for the next generation of athletes for over 30 years now. Over 400 Olympians earning nearly 200 medals have participated in the NSAF championship events. NSAF is presenting the Nike Outdoor National Meet June 15th through 18th at Hayward Field, which is the greatest track and field stadium on the planet. To get more info about this world-class meet, visit NikeOutdoorNationals.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode of The Road to Hayward, a short series leading into the Nike Outdoor National Meet. In episode one today, I have the great privilege of speaking with the one and only Irene Riggs and her future teammate and Indiana legend, Sophia Kennedy. For those who aren't familiar with these two fantastic individuals, Irene Riggs won NXN in the fall. She won Nike Indoor Nationals uh, this past winter, and she's set records, won races, made U.S. teams. Uh, she was also the Gatorade National Girls Country Player of the Year. Uh, she's constantly making history, no surprise there. And then Sophia has slowly cemented herself as one of the greatest runners in Indiana history. Last fall, Sophia placed seventh at Nike Cross Nationals, uh, and then she also made the champs meet, which most people know as the Foot Locker Cross Country National Championships. Uh, she placed fifth, I want to say, or fourth uh, at Nike Indoor Nationals in the mile with a time of 4.45, and she will also be going to Stanford, as I mentioned previously. Today's episode was so, so much fun. We just kind of kick it back and discuss a plethora of subjects from how they met each other, the decision to go to Stanford, some really fun insights and stories from NXN and Nike Indoor Nationals, how their outdoor season is going, and so much more. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, and you know you guys will as well. But before we get into it, I would greatly appreciate it if you give us a five-star review and a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you have not done so already. Many of you listening right now have not done those two things, and because you're already listening, it will take between five and 10 seconds to do those two things. So appreciate you guys doing that. And then something all of you can do is share today's episode with a friend, a family member, a teammate, someone who you think would find benefit from it. Appreciate you guys doing those things. So without further ado, enjoy episode one of The Road to Hayward with Irene Riggs and Sophia Kennedy. Irene Riggs and Sophia Kennedy, welcome to the Running Effect podcast. How are you guys doing this evening? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. First question for you. You may have to take a second to think through this one. Describe yourself in three words. Oh my gosh, that's hard. These questions are always tricky. Mm, Sophia, are you ready? Um, I think I could go with optimistic driven. I was going to I was going to say I driven. Like that's a good one. <laughs> I can't think of a third. I always, I struggle with those and like, um, like icebreakers and stuff like that. And I just had to do a bunch of those recently with like my grade. And I, I don't know, I, I feel like I struggle to describe myself, but yeah, I don't know. I'd go with those two. Um, I would do driven, I would say a little bit shy. Like I'm not super, you know, once you get to know me, I'm a little bit more outgoing, but at first I'm a little bit shy. And then, I don't know, I think I'm pretty fun. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's up for debate, whoever whoever's judging me. But I'd like, I'd to, say, yeah. consider my, I'd like to consider myself fun. <laughs> so, Sophia, you talked about, like, icebreaker questions, which I guess that was an icebreaker question, but I was genuinely curious. I didn't mean it as one. Well. <laughs> I told you guys, I don't prepare questions. I just was curious. Um, speaking of icebreaker questions or just basic post-race interviews, what are, like, the most basic questions you guys get asked that you're, like, why do I have to answer this? Um, I would say, like, 
I mean, everyone always wants to know how it felt, um, which is a valid question, but I think it's definitely over asked. It's always the first question of any, every interview. Like, how did you feel? Was that how you wanted the race to go? Um, and sometimes it can be a little bit repetitive, but I also see the validity in it. So uh, I guess it's not too bad. One <laughs> um, that I get asked quite often is, uh, were you happy to win that race? Or like, were you happy that your team won this meet? I'm like, of course I'm happy. Like, <laughs> good day. Um, but yeah, that's probably, that's probably the most interesting one. I feel like those are very valid. It's like, how did I feel? It felt hard. It was intentionally. Yeah, exactly. I'd be concerned if I didn't say it felt. I was yeah. jogging. It was easy. And then it's like, no, I'm not happy my team won. Like, we were trying not to win. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, fun question that I am curious to hear about. Irene and Sophia both answer this one. What was the first time you heard about the other person? Like, when did you first hear the name Sophia Kennedy? And then, Sophia, what was the first time you heard Irene Riggs? Okay, this is actually really funny because I, um, I'm very, like, kind of, I would almost say a little bit, like, uneducated in the running world. I'm just not super exposed to a lot of, you know, running history. Nobody in my family is, like, running, has a running background. So it was actually on my visit at Stanford, and that was the first time I had heard of Sophia and that we met there at our visit. And the entire weekend, just went around hanging out with her dad, not knowing that he was anything special. I was like, just, you know, this is Sophia's dad. And then I think I realized, like, immediately after I left, somebody told me. I was like, oh, yeah, I was on a visit. Like, I was telling them who I was on a visit with. And they're like, oh, like, I think it was my coach. He was like, wait, like, Sophia Kennedy, like, Bob Kennedy's daughter? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I realized. But, yeah, that was the first time I met uh, <laughs> Sophia. And, yeah, it was so my Stanford visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's around the same timeline. I'd say but Locker twenty twenty two yeah that was the year um when I was just like looking through results and like seeing people and then I, you reached out to me like a couple weeks later because we figured out we were taking our Stanford and our Virginia visit together and yeah. it was so much fun <laughs> is it fun to be able to take these like unofficial visits with each other and go through the experience of like I don't want to say vetting the school but like oh here's what I like about it here's what I don't like about it here's what I could see us enjoying like what was that process like and was it fun to have each other there as you guys were kind of making these decisions yeah it was really nice we pretty much talked about it like the our entire recruiting process we kind of shared like our insights the entire time and she was outside of my family she was the only person that knew I was committed to Stanford because we weren't allowed to tell anyone until we got into the school um, so, yeah, it was really nice. She was the only person that knew. Um, so, yeah, it was just really beneficial to have somebody that was talking to quite literally the same exact schools as me um, to talk about, like, the pros and cons, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, so, yeah, it was – I definitely relied on Sophia a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, basically what Irene said, like, it was great to have someone to kind of, like, almost validate the what I was feeling. Um, and I would even send Irene updates on, like, the visits that I would take to schools that she was not interested in. I'd be like, oh, I had fun here. And then um, when we both committed and texted each other, kind of did like a, okay, what are you thinking on the count of three? And yeah. then we got to like go through that process together and it was really fun. Yeah, it was that, yeah, I'll touch on that. Like, it was actually funny because I remember thinking like, I was like, I don't think, I don't know if I want to go there if she doesn't go there. Because like, <laughs> we were so like in the process together. I was like, part of me was like, 
I just want to go where Sophia goes. But like, <laughs> also it couldn't, we, like she said, there were some schools she was talking to that I wasn't talking to. I kind of had like my top three narrowed down and <laughs> my top three were also in her top five. So she was a little bit in a different situation. <laughs> but, um, yeah. For those that don't know, I feel like this is a pretty well-known fact. If you're as fast as you guys are and as prestigious as you guys are, you can pretty much like go to most any school. But Stanford's really unique where it's like, I can't disclose name on the podcast, but like I've heard of really good runners who have been legit enough to run for the team, but like because of other reasons, they don't get into the school. So what was the moment like of like wanting to go to the school and then like just having the hopes that you get in and then ultimately finding out that you got in and being like, oh my gosh, you know, I got in. Yeah, I think for me, um, even more, like, I was uh, I was nervous on, like, both ends. I didn't really think I was quite fast enough to talk to Stanford. Irene, come uh, on. <laughs> so I, like, would not, I did not reach out to them until, um, like, it was an entire year before I even, like, considered kind of, like, reaching out because I was just so hesitant on that. Um, and then, yeah, during the application process, it was super stressful because you, you know, you go through high school doing all these, you know, academic and community kind of activities. Um, and you really just hope it's enough when it comes to the application process. And it was a little bit stressful, but, um, the coaches and, uh, the admission staff do like a really good job of trying to guide you and what they think is best for you. So, yeah. Yeah, no, the process was definitely nerve wracking. And I've always considered myself like a pretty good student. But Stanford is just such an elite level of both athletics and academics that, you know, I was I was nervous through the whole application that like, maybe I wouldn't get in or um, like Irene was saying earlier, like, what if I'm not fast enough for it? Um, but it was really exciting to have everything work out. And like Irene said, everyone makes it like so easy for you as an athlete to um work with the admissions off or officers and um, get into the school. So it was fun. The one part of this conversation that I knew I was going to bring up before <laughs> I came in was a crazy <laughs> fact that both of you, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, both of you broke your foot during the cross country season, just in different ways. Irene was in the middle of the season. I want to say like your foot got ran over by a car or something crazy. We'll find out in a minute. Yeah. And then Sophia, <laughs> yours broke in the middle of the foot locker or whatever they call it, uh, race yep. these days. So Irene, take me through your injury and then Sophia, your injury. I mean, I think that's just, first off, I feel bad. I shouldn't laugh at uh, breaking your feet, but I just think it's funny both happening during the same season. Yeah. So, um, Shout out to one of my friends if she's listening. Yeah, her mom ran over my foot after practice. Um, I was trying to get into her car uh, to like get my stuff. And um, yeah, she didn't realize that I was not in the car. Um, so she started driving and she, yeah, she ran over my foot. At first it was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. My foot just got ran over, like kind of like shock coping mechanism was to start laughing and then I took my sock off and realized like what was actually going on and um that yeah that's when like the waterworks <laughs> started to hit um so yeah it was a pretty pretty interesting injury not your typical like fracture situation but yeah <laughs> definitely learned from it so yeah, mine is definitely not as crazy of a story as Irene's, but um, <laughs> I was, um, so going into um, 
gosh, what did they call it? I think it's champs. Champs? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I can't get it through all in my head. Um, But I I thought I had a little bit of like tendonitis in my foot, but then I would just kind of like massage it and it would go away. And so I was like, oh, if it's not like consistent pain, like I can run on it. I've got one more race left. And so in the middle of the race, I was about two miles in and I stepped in a hole and then just like the next step, like I just could not keep going. I fell off the course. Um, unfortunately not finished that race. Um, and so, yeah, I was really sad in the moment. Like it, it didn't feel real. And I was kind of like, Oh, Sophia, like get up, keep going. And then I like tried walking around after that. I was like, Oh, definitely not. Um, yeah, it was, it was difficult. But, I mean, it was nice. Cause like, um, I was going to be on my break anyways. And I have such an amazing team of people to work with that were able to help me like get through this injury. Um, quickly and efficiently and then i got back for indoor season it was nxn you guys both i don't know raced each other since the first time you guys knew about each other or maybe i'm wrong on that uh what was that race like irene you ended up winning the thing uh sophia i want to say you placed sixth or seventh hopefully i'm remembering correctly seventh, yeah yeah seventh so what was that race like and then i think i don't know if it's iconic i consider it iconic the post-race hug between you two that i feel like was all over social media and embracing that moment where irene won sophia you had a fantastic race all american take me through nxn as a whole and the weekend but ultimately the race and everything that happened yeah nxn was a blast i mean it's just such an amazing event and it's so fun to be able to race other high caliber athletes across the country um it's such a great way to expose yourself to really great competition and like i come from a state indiana is like very deep in distance running right now but then to be able to go to nationals and like expand on that even more super exciting and yeah i'd say the race went pretty well it's the course at um in glendover park i think it's called yeah is it's a tough one i mean it's not like the worst course, but it's, it's pretty gritty. And, um, it was cold and it was windy and that's like the best part about cross country. Like the awful conditions makes just like such a fun race. And yeah, that's a hot I take right there. <laughs> I, I know I, I love like the mud and the wind, like bring it on, you know, that, that makes a good athlete. Um, but yeah, I'd say the race went pretty well. I, didn't get out as fast as I would have liked, but um, just worked through the race, kind of trying to pick people off and ended up finishing with an All-American title. And so that was really exciting. And then, of course, seeing Irene after she had won and hugging her like, yeah, that picture's on my lock screen right now. Um, and so it always, it always makes me happy. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of already touched on my like whole race strategy last time but I will I'll touch on what uh Sophia said yeah the wind was brutal I've I've not quite um experienced wind that strong in a race you know I've had pretty brutal courses and pretty brutal like rain you know mud conditions but I've not been faced with like that strong of winds it was funny because we each team kind of has like a chaperone and my chaperone brought baby oil <laughs> to the starting line and had us like lather ourselves in baby oil because he was like, it's going to deflect the wind. Um, so and that was funny. But yeah, the post race, um, I was definitely like after I finished, I was like searching for Sophia. She was like the first person I found. And that's kind of like when, you know, the hug picture happened and stuff. But yeah, it was just super exciting to you know, finish 
like so high, like both of us together, you know, we spent like kind of the whole weekend together and, you know, we were looking forward to doing NXN um, for a little bit because I had kind of been debating between which one I was going to do NXN or champs. And so um, it just meant a lot to be there with her. And like, you know, she kind of helped me navigate my way through that. So, yeah. For those who don't know, NXN is like this full weekend and kind of just this Nike extravaganza where you're on the campus, you know, all these different things that I'm sure people are familiar with. Outside of the race, was there one particular moment or thing you guys got to do that was like particularly special thinking back to it? I think it was really fun. Well, first, just arriving and like meeting everybody is super exciting. But I thought it was really fun after the race, Um, you know, like, you're all super tired from the race, but you're also really like relieved and excited for the afternoon. And I remember we went back and we had like a dinner or like, I guess it was lunch. Um, and then I remember Sophia, Lily and I like all went into Sophia and Lily's room and rewatched the guys race. And um, <laughs> that was like really fun. Cause it was just like a, such a shocking race. Like, um, and I didn't actually get to watch it because one of my friends from Oregon came up to watch me run. So I was talking with him. So like, I had no idea what had happened, um, you know, like kind of the race. And so I didn't really get to watch it. So I remember we all went to like their room and watch it. And that was fun. I was going to say the exact same thing. Literally on the bus, like back from the race, Lily turns to me and was like, can we go take a nap after this? I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, and she was like, oh, let's get Irene too. And I was like, oh, I know she wants to come nap with us. And so it was so like relaxing, but like fun to just hang out with friends in our room. And yeah, yeah. I watched the boys race. We were like commentating it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Runner Space has to hire you guys next year. Come back from state. Okay, this might be a stupid <laughs> interview question, but I'll ask it anyways. How long did it take for you guys to warm up after the race? Because it, it just looks so cold, especially with the wind. Um, and I know, like, people, yeah, like, some people were, like, couldn't even go on the podium, like, specific teams because they were, like, so out of it. Okay, so... And that was actually, it's actually funny because I think the amount of people that texted me like after the race and they're like, you looked like you were in so much pain uh, during the interview. Um, and I guess I was not making eye contact with um, the camera at all. And I was just like looking off to the distance because I was in so much pain, just like waiting for the interview to be over. And I could not focus. It was so, so cold. And I remember again a family friend was there and I maybe saw him for like 60 seconds and then I just like beelined to the like warm-up area where all your clothes are I just put on so many layers but I don't think it was till like I got back to the hotel and was like showered that I actually um warmed up because it was it was really really cold yeah no same I don't think I warmed up until we got back to the hotel because I was out there and I was waiting for all the Midwest girls to finish and I wanted to congratulate everyone and like say hi to all my friends after the race but I was like shaking and then finally it took so long I couldn't find my parents and I know that they wanted to see me and I was freezing and it, it probably took a good like 30 minutes before I even got back to the warm-up area and all I had was like my little arm sleeves on to keep me warm <laughs> um, but I mean I like I said like I love cold like windy weather for cross country but only during the race just not before and after yeah. Irene are your parents at that point like this is why we do swimming <laughs> yeah yeah they think it's pretty crazy 
um, the conditions. Like, my mom was just shocked when she saw, like, the flags when she was arriving. Um, I remember her, like, commenting on that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to run through it. So... (laughs) A few months later, you both ran the Nike Indoor National Meet. Um, Man, I'm getting, like, ambitious trying to... Not guess, because I've seen the results, but I'm going to I'm gonna guess. Irene, you placed first 439, correct? 438. 438. Okay, okay. 438. <laughs> Not surprised you were second faster. <laughs> and then, Sophia, you were fourth and 445, I want to say, fourth or fifth? Yes, okay, that was perfect. Although you told me that yesterday, so if I forgot, that would be a problem. Uh, take me through that race and also just, like, I don't know, how cool it is to go from Glendevere Golf Course and Nike's headquarters to then a few months later, the Armory and you know, it's like the most prestigious indoor venue in the U.S. So what was that like? Um, yeah. So again, we have been communicating a lot about what we wanted to do for indoor. I don't know if you guys are seeing a trend here, but we like to do things together. Um, so we ended up, yeah, deciding we want to go to Nike and we ended up rooming together. So that was super fun. And it was just really nice to have somebody there in the same event, you know, like, Obviously, when you get on the line, you're, you know, racing each other, but we also just really want to see each other do well. So it was just nice to be around like Sophia the whole weekend and just kind of like hype each other up. So, yeah. Yeah, no, the race was definitely a lot of fun. Um, And yeah, Irene and I did like we went to the armory the day before and watched our future teammate Maddie run. And um, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a blast. And the race was great. I mean, being able again just to like go to these national meets and race against more high caliber athletes and just stick together and all run fast together it's just really exciting for everyone and um seeing irene win again is like i'm so excited for her to be able to run super fast and so yeah it's a blast something from that weekend that i think stood out to me and i'm not sure if they've done this in the past i don't think they have um i really only got on well i only got on social media for the podcast so i'm, I'm kind of new to the instagram game so i don't know if this happened the year before but um you guys again correct me if i'm wrong on any of this um you guys had like your pictures of yourself in times square and got to take a picture with yourself on like the big billboard take mm-hmm. me through like i just want to know all about it the planning process you guys hearing about it and then ultimately being going to times square and being like that's me. <laughs> Let me yeah. take a picture. Yeah, so we, Nike kind of introduced the idea to us um, following, like, our commitment to go uh, race at Nike Indoor Nationals. Um, so it was not something I knew that they were going to do. Um, it was something they just kind of wanted to do for the athletes, you know, make make it exciting and also kind of promote it. My understanding was they also, like, wanted to put it on Times Square to kind of promote the event, you know, for locals or um, anybody who wanted to go watch the event, because obviously, like, the surrounding part of the pictures, uh, like, had the location and, you know, like, the armory, uh, what was, what the event was, um, so it was obviously something I wanted to, they sent out, like, a Google form, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I definitely want to do it, um, but yeah, I don't think it really, like, I don't think I really processed how cool it was until, like, they, uh, drove me there, and we, I got a picture in front of it, and, like, I was there with a couple of like sprinters and they kind of revealed it and that's kind of when I like processed like oh this is actually really really cool but the shoot was also fun they had like a bunch of Nike stuff that you could try on Uh, somebody did like your hair and makeup so yeah it was fun yeah the whole experience definitely felt very professional Um, and it's it's really exciting to be able to do that for high school runners because it's um, 
I, high school running is really developing a lot more recently. I feel like it's getting a lot more attention and like, um, cause the high schoolers right now are just, I mean, running so fast, it's crazy. Um, and then, so to be able to pick some athletes, to be able to be like basically in times square, um, on a billboard, like seeing myself up there was so surreal. And it was also so fun. Like I sent a picture to my friends and they were all like, Oh my gosh, like our friend is famous. Like <laughs> this is crazy. Um, so it's a, it's really awesome. Yeah. I'm curious, indoor track or outdoor track? Which one do you prefer? Hmm, it's so I different. I think I definitely prefer outdoor track just because, I mean, nothing really beats being outside, I think, you know, and like the stands. But I will say something that's really unique about the armory is how intimate the setting is. The track and the venue is relatively small. So you really just are able to feel the energy of like the stands. And I thought uh, I went to New Bounce the year before and then I went to Nike. And that was something I really enjoyed um, just the atmosphere of the indoor track and there is something a little bit more beneficial strategic wise like with the 200 meter um laps instead of the 400 meter laps it's a little bit easier to gauge when you want to make your moves and um stuff like that but i still would say that i would go with outdoor for for my preference <laughs> i definitely agree outdoor season is so much fun and indoor season feels a little bit more like kind of more of like a training season to me. And then I just go to these races to see where I'm at and not really like putting any pressure to like perform my best ever. Um, it's kind of just like getting the wheels turning for me after cross country season. Um, but I love it. I, like Irene said, the armory is so much fun. And um, I get to compete with my team at um, Indiana University's indoor track for our state meet. And we won as a team. So that was really exciting for us. Were you um, happy you won? <laughs> I was so happy, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, outdoor season is unmatched. I mean, I feel like the energy is really awesome. So, Okay, besides your own events, not that you'd say them, because I feel like this is a commonly debated question, at least in Toledo, Ohio. What is the most exciting event in track to be at? Not like to watch on the TV, but like to be at physically watching it uh, at a high school track meet hands down the four by yes, four like there's nothing better <laughs> yeah. it was um uh, like there's nothing better than that event um we actually just um we ended up our our relay team ended up getting second um by like a second or two but it was just like still so fun to just like cheer on you know the relay team and obviously we ended up our team ended up tying for um the state title so um that was like an exciting, you know, like it's the last event kind of determines the way the, the meet goes. So yeah, I would say the four by four for sure. Definitely. The four by four is so much fun, especially because it's the last event. So like that's where everybody's attention is on. And it's so fun to see people like sprinting across the field, like watching the four by four go. And it's always like late at night and the lights are on and it's completely dark. Um, so it's a blast, yeah. My my team's 4x4 is doing really well this year, which is so exciting for us because I go to a really small school. And um, in Indiana, we don't have any classes in our state meet, so it's just everyone together. And so we have a pretty good shot at qualifying for the state meet. And I'm like, I'm so excited for them because it's, um, it's exciting. And the 4x4 is like so much fun. And 
Um, I'm a little nervous because I am in no way a 400 meter runner, but <laughs> it's really fun. Okay, so we're just talking about the the four by four, the race. Whether it was in middle school or high school, what is the most random race you've ever been thrown in? Um, I would say the four by four. Yeah, I was put in the four by four, um, and I'm not really sure. Um, I finally I got I got taken out of it. Um, I think people have finally come to the the understanding that I will never be a 400 meter runner. It's not for me. There are better 400 meter runners than me. Um, so yeah, I am no longer on that relay. But yeah, that's the most random. I've never ran an, anything below an 800. Um, so like I never ran an open 400. So I guess like I would have to be the four by four. But if I ran an open four, that would that would be the most random. Yeah, same story here. Definitely the 4x4. Four four. I was the anchor on our um, state 4x4 four four team indoor season this year. And I'm just kind of like, in what world um, should I be anchoring a 4x4 four four team? Like, um, So it was really fun. Like, I mean, the 4x4 four four is fun, but yeah, definitely not my event. So, um, Speaking of this outdoor season, give me like a quick little recap on how both of your outdoor seasons have gone and... Yeah, just how how they've been going, how you've enjoyed them, and also like the realization that it's your final ever high school season, which you obviously know. But I feel like when you think of it that way, it's like, well, it's kind of sad. Yeah, I would say that the main focus of this season has, for me, for my high school season, has really just been to take in everything and just go to the meets and enjoy being with my teammates. Um, you know, this is like you said, it's it's sad you know I didn't think I was going to be as sad as I as I was especially after the state meet I I cried a lot um so yeah I would say that mainly I've just been my coach and I have worked uh to really try to you know implement some pacing at the high school meets but just really going in with the mindset of you know understanding that these meets are limited and just trying to enjoy it so yeah yeah for me similar um really just enjoying my last season um as I always do I mean I just I love like the physical act of running and so um going through high school season has really been a blast um this track season has has gone pretty well I have been doing like a lot of workouts during my races recently I ran um sectionals and just I cruised like the first three laps behind the leader, which is like 75, 76s per lap. And then on the last lap, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go everything I have left. And I split like a 66, which for me was like flying. Like, <laughs> um, So that's been really fun. But I'm, I haven't run my state meet yet. Uh, like we talked about, that's later in the season. Um, and so I'm really excited to, you know, wrap it up with my teammates because I have a teammate, um, Gretchen Farley, is going to Notre Dame next year and she's super talented. And so you know, finishing up our senior year together has been a blast. And then beyond the state meet too, Irene and I get to see each other again at Brooks PR and Nike Nationals. And so it's really fun. So coming up is Nike Outdoor Nationals. I'm curious, what events are you guys running and how much are you looking forward to these national meets, specifically this one where it'll be at the prestigious Hayward Field, which I feel like is every runner's dream? Um, So I'm really not entirely sure what I'm racing yet. I think I might only be there Friday, so I think I might have to race the 5K. Um, so, yeah, 
I'm really excited just because I've never been to Hayward. And so, you know, everyone talks about how magical it is. So I'm excited to experience it firsthand. And yeah, I'm mostly just excited to get such a prestigious, you know, event with a bunch of talented girls that can uh, push me. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm also undecided on what I'm running, either the 5K or the two mile, because the two mile Saturday. And um, I think it would be nice to just give myself another day um, in between races um, and just run the two mile, get one last fun one, because, you know, you don't really run that in college. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait to go to Hayward Field. Um, I've heard the energy is just unreal. And they don't call it track town for nothing. Like everyone there loves running. And um, so, yeah, it, it'll be really fun to be able to race other athletes that are super talented and hang out with friends and soak up the amazing energy that's at, at Hayward Field. Let's just say Oregon has every food of your sweetest dreams. You both win a national title. <laughs> Let's say you're both doing different events. Both win a national title, set a world record, dream ending uh, to your high school career. Uh, what is the ideal post-race, post-season meal and dessert? Um. Well, dessert, I, I mean, definitely. I guess I would just go with ice cream, you know. Like, I feel like, especially, it's, I'm sure it's going to be hot. So, like, you know, something cold. So, I would say, I would say ice cream. Yeah, there's nothing better than, like, a really good burger with really crunchy fries and a milkshake so i'm hoping that somewhere around hayward field has got that for me that's what i'm looking forward to the most (laughs) okay we're gonna go through some listener questions right now first listener question what are your guys's shoe rotations i train in the nike pegasus um i love that shoe and then I do some of my workouts in, um, well, some of them I just do in the Pegasus, especially if it's more of like a threshold or sub-threshold workout. And then some like more tempo workouts I do in the, oh, I'm going to get the name of this wrong, the Nike Zoom Fly. It's like the shoe that's a mix between like a trainer and a carbon fiber shoe. It's the one with the bubble? No. Oh, then it's definitely the Zoom Fly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Um... Yeah, I like that shoe a lot. Um, and then I actually love doing workouts in spikes. <laughs> so I have like my old beat up dragonflies that I do my workouts in sometimes um, for something like a little more speedy. And then, yeah, racing in like my newer dragonflies, the this... pink one specifically. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great question. Favorite slash least favorite things to hear when they're racing, i.e. you're halfway there. <laughs> so the, the least favorite thing or like – is like, oh, like reading somebody reading your split and like telling you that you slowed down. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, what do you want me to do about that? You know, like that laps over. Like, I, I mean, I know I need to pick it up. Um, but yeah, that's probably like the least. I, I don't like when people say that. My least favorite is definitely something along the lines of run faster. Like, obviously (laughs) thank you for the advice um i'll try harder next time yes ideally i would run fast right now right you can you can come run with me and tell me that um another question do people i actually so irene when going through like pictures for like podcast graphics or stuff a lot of times photographers will take well they'll almost always take the individual um so sometimes for specific guests when i'm going to make or going to get information for my graphic designer to make a podcast graphic i'll go to the tag section of that person 
And so I know this is very true for Irene because I swear half your tags are people taking pictures with you at meets. I'm like, she's a straight up celebrity. But the question is, do people ask for pictures at meets? And if so, is it weird? Um, so yes, um, I do get a lot of photo requests. Um, you know, most of the people are always super nice and I, and I like talking to them. Um, at this past state meet, there was like a little, like, um, I think she was in third grade and she said she watches like all my races. So that was super sweet. Um, but yeah, I do get a lot of photo requests. My, my team likes to make fun of me, but, um, most of the people are always super nice. So. Yeah, no, I've had a couple people come and ask me for photos too, which is, it's really fun. Like, I feel so cool. Um, I, I don't think it's weird at all. Um, I usually do, like, I, I kind of cut it off like 20 minutes before a race though, just so that I can like get in my zone and focus. Um, but I was with my teammate and we were at a race recently and someone came up to both of us and asked for our autograph and we were like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool. So that was funny. Another question, what are you most excited about going to Stanford? I would just say being able to train with such like a prestigious team, you know, being around such amazing athletes really just, I think, pushes you forward and all the things you do and then also I'm I'm really excited to kind of uh start taking uh classes there um I'm really excited for like the I'm just really excited to be able to be going to such a prestigious school with such like amazing professors I don't know if that's like a little bit weird but I'm really excited for that so yeah Stanford is definitely a place where you can thrive as a student and as an athlete um you don't have to really make any sacrifices because there's so many people there to help you succeed and they've just created such an environment of success so yeah it'll be really fun to um compete with such talented girls such a deep group of athletes um to obviously make us better and hopefully we can contribute in the same way um so yeah okay leo if you're listening to this i love you do not take this uh, the wrong way. This is a very basic question from Leo Young, but I'll ask it anyways. Leo literally just asked, what's West Virginia like? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. When I was in Australia, Lex and Leo were so mean to me about West Virginia. Um, They're brutal about Ohio too, but I I encourage Yeah. (laughs) I love where I live. The people here are so nice and so supportive. Um, And I live in a college town, so I live where uh, WVU is so there's a lot of stuff to do um I think they have this preconceived idea that I live in the middle of nowhere on like a mountain alone like and don't ever like I don't ever see anybody but no West Virginia is actually a cool place so yeah well there are two more listener questions first one more serious what was the biggest mental shift that helped you grow as a runner in person I would say the biggest mental shift is realizing that going into races with like a hyper fixation on a certain time is just not an efficient way to run and it's better to just go in with the mindset of racing and like whatever happens is going to happen and having a set time in your mind isn't really going to change how you race mine would definitely be to stop caring what other people think um i feel like especially with social media and mile split it's so easy to compare yourself and um, to be able to just let go of that and run has really helped me succeed um, more easily and just like be more proud of myself. Like 
running is a sport where you're at the end of the day, you're competing against yourself. Um, so to be able to like stop thinking about what other people are going to think, or, you know, if I run a race and it's a little bit slower because I did a workout or something like, you know, at the end of the day, like people don't really care that much. And so like, I shouldn't either. I love that. One final question. I really like this question uh, from Susanna. I've never, yeah, this is a really neat question. Uh, fun one. If kitchen condiments were people, who would win in a fist fight? I feel like they got inspiration from the question that you've been asking at the end of your podcast. Like, what's your favorite? Mm. Haven't you been asking that question? Like, like the, the Gordon Ramsay cooking? one. Oh, the Gordon no, like, Ramsay's a your, classic. Like, what's your favorite cooking utensil? You listen way too much to my podcast. That's very recent. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what's I'm your favorite uh, kitchen utensil and why? No, I'm saying, like, I think they got inspiration from that. Okay. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take credit. Sure. But anyways. um, I mean, I don't know. They didn't ask me the question, but uh, while you guys think, I don't know how you distinguish, like, from mayo, from, like, mustard. Like, I don't know what attributes they have, but that would make Mm -hmm. me think they'd win in a fist fight. So I'm glad I'm not being asked this question. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia, what's your thought? Um... Does barbecue sauce count as a condiment? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I just I don't think of that as one of the classics, but I'm gonna go with barbecue sauce. Like, I feel like I don't know. It's a little bit southern. Like, maybe um, you can have like a little bit of a spicy barbecue. Like, you know, I feel like that'd be good at fighting. <laughs> wow, like I don't even really know how to take this question. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just gonna go with my favorite condiment, which is like hummus. I don't know. You know, <laughs> we talked I'll about just, that the first podcast. Yeah, I think. I'll just support like I'll just support my favorite condiment. That's what I'm going to go with because I, I, I have no other way, no other way to go. I love it. Well, Irene and Sophia, this was truly a blast. Appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and best of luck with all of the upcoming races. And we'll run it back soon enough. Yes. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. OK, guys. That- Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Running Effect with Dominic Schleter. I don't take your time for granted, and I hope that today's episode impacted you and left you walking away inspired and all the more motivated to chase after your biggest goals and walking away a better version of yourself. Make sure you're following the podcast, have given us a five-star review, and consider sharing with a friend. Through that, we can reach new people and hopefully inspire them in the process. Also, make sure you're following us on social media at The Running Effect to stay up to date on all the exciting projects and all the new episodes coming out. Generally, we release two to three episodes per week, so stay tuned for all of those coming your way shortly. I hope you're running and life is going well. Guys, keep chasing mastery, and I will catch you in next episode.